You are listening to Ballin' with Bernie, the Warrior Podcast. Welcome to Ballin' with Bernie, the Warrior Podcast. My name is Brennan Shea. You can call me Bernie, and we have a heck of a show today here. I got some great guests. We will be reviewing week three, previewing week four today. I thank you guys for all the support. This is my fourth episode, and I just want to keep this going, so thanks so much, guys. We have a great show planned for you today with some really great interviews. Those being interviewed today include Emma Peterson and Brielle Engelman from the softball team, and from the baseball team, I have Coach Ryan Burkhart and Logan McCoy, so these guys have really good things to say. All right, here we go. Let's get into this. And now, the softball review, interview, and preview. Here's a look at week three for the Warriors softball team. They opened up the week at Peterson against the Sioux Central Rebels. To start the game, the Warriors got two runs to make it 2-0. In the third, the Rebels got four runs to make it a 4-2 game. The Warriors tied it up in the fourth to make it 4-4. The Rebels scored four runs in the fourth to make it 8-4. In the fifth, the Rebels scored three. In the sixth, the Rebels scored three. And the Rebels won that game 14-4. So that was a good hitting game for the Warriors with um, Brielle Engelman getting a single, Ella Walter getting two singles and two RBIs, Elena Westfall getting a single, Sierra Hill getting two singles, Shea Peterson getting two singles, Jessica Larson getting a double and two singles. So good hitting game for the Warriors there against the Sioux Central Rebels. On Wednesday, the Warriors took on the Newell Fonda Mustangs at Fonda. The Mustangs scored five in the first inning, and then in the second, the Mustangs scored three. In the third, the Warriors scored one run. The Mustangs scored also scored a run. Then in the fourth, the Mustangs scored four runs. The Mustangs won that game 13-1 to by 10-run rule. Brayall Engelman had a double and an RBI. Emma Peterson had a double and... Shea Peterson had a single. Pitching for the Warriors in that game was Allie Magnuson, Maggie Bloom, and Jenna Nielsen. On Friday, the Warriors took on the Storm Lake Tornadoes. This was a great game here. The first, no team scored. In the second, the Warriors scored two runs. In the third, the Tornadoes scored a run to make it 2-1 Warriors. In the fourth, the Tornadoes scored four runs to make it 5-2. But then the Warriors struck back and scored two runs to make it 5-4 Tornadoes. Then in the fifth, the Warriors scored three runs to make it 7-5. Then the Tornadoes scored one in the sixth and one in the seventh to tie the game. Then in the eighth, the Tornadoes scored two runs. The Warriors did not score in the eighth, so the Tornadoes won 9-7. to seven. Barn burner of a game. Here's what the hitting looked like for the Warriors. The bats were really hot. Jessica Larson had a single. Brielle Engelman had a single. Sierra Hill had a single and a double. Ella Walter had a triple and two singles. Allie Magnuson had two singles, Elena Westfall had a single, Jenna Nielsen had a double and a single, and Emma Peterson had a single. So great hitting game for the Warriors, and we hope they can use that hitting momentum in week four. From the softball team this week, I had 
Emma Peterson and Brielle Engelman do interviews, and these were really great interviews, and I hope you guys enjoy these. I did both of these interviews on the um, Friday, so before their game with Storm Lake, so it's fun to hear what they say, and I hope you guys enjoy these. Now joining me on the show, I have Emma Peterson. Emma plays shortstop and a couple other positions for the softball team. So thanks, Emma, for joining the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So we're going to get right into this here. I'd like to ask about the Newell Fonda game on Wednesday. You sounds like you had a hit, so tell me about that. Um, yeah, so we were down pretty bad, but it was just kind of one of those things where we just had to go up to bat with the clear mind and it was just trying to hit the ball as hard as you could and get on base but I did it and yeah and then there we go and then Brielle came in after me and got me home so we scored there so that was good that was good yeah yeah so you play a couple different positions so can you tell me about like being versatile you know and being ready to do anything yeah, so I've played left field a couple times, which I was kind of nervous for just because I haven't played outfield in a while. And one game, he just told me that he wanted to try me in left field, so he put me in a JV game just to see how I'd do, and must have went well. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, he's you just never know. You never know what you're going to be, huh? Yeah, so you just got to be flexible with it. It's good to be that way. Yeah, have an open mind. Mm-hmm. So you play Storm Lake tonight. Can you give me a little preview of that one? Um, yeah, I would say I think we're pretty ready for it. Um, we watched them play a couple innings at our tournament, but I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, they I have, agree. They have a good pitcher. We have a good pitcher. Got a pretty strong bat, so. We'll see. Yeah. Um, you guys have had kind of a shorter week, so that's probably helped. Not as many games. Yeah. You get a little bit rest on the arm, so it's good for our pitchers, too. Mm-hmm. And that just means... So, oh, you can go. And that just means, like, more practices and time to refocus, which is good. It is, because it pr- probably gets a little tiring playing five games in a row in a week, huh? Oh, yes. Those weekends are just good time to rest. But then it's also the only time that you have to be with your family and stuff. So mm-hmm. you got to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. So finally, I just want to ask, so your district just came out. So you open against Ridgeview, who you've beaten once this year. That game's in Alta. Can you just kind of tell me about that game, how you feel? Um, I'm actually super excited about that game. I think we played really well against Bridgeview and I think we play play like that again and have our minds just ready to go and not and we also like can't go into it just expecting to win like we still need to put in the work to do it yeah that definitely because you guys came in that game on Saturday which is you guys came in so hot so yeah we just need to just get ahead in the first few innings and stay stay that way. Yeah, definitely. So Emma, I thank you for coming on and I wish you the best of yeah. luck throughout the rest of the season. Thank you. No problem, Emma. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 
I would now like to welcome Brielle Engelman onto the show. Brielle is an outfielder for the Warriors softball team. Thanks, Brielle, for coming today. No problem. Okay, Brielle, I would like to ask you about um, the tournament on Saturday. So just tell me how that went. Well, it felt really good to get our second win of the year against Ridgeview. And they're a pretty decent team, too. Um, our team played pretty well overall. And um, I think if we played like that more often, we'd be in a lot more of our games, too. Yeah, uh, you guys started off just super hot. Like, I think you guys went through, like, the whole whole team got the hit, I think, in that first inning. Mm-hmm. We started off good, and then we just held them from there, so it went really well. Did. So can we go to the um, Sioux Central game on Monday? Um. Well, it was still a bit rough, but it was better than the first time we played them. We hung with them for um, a majority of the game, and most of our team hit better, too, so we did see some improvement. Yeah, um, I was watching the beginning, you know, and you guys started off really good, so, and I like to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on Wednesday, you took on Newell. Tell me about that one. Newell is a very good team, and they have lots of um, really athletic girls, and our team struggled a bit against them, but we never gave up, and we kept fighting the whole time, so. Sounds like you got a RBI, too, right? Hit. Yes. There we go. I like that. Not giving up and just keep on keep on driving, right? Mm-hmm. All right. What's your outlook for the rest of the season here as playoffs approach? Well, we keep improving every game, so that's been good. And um, looks like we're up against Ridgeview for our first game, so we have a good chance as long as we just keep doing our best and just, um, you know, fighting for it. I agree. So, Hopefully you guys can get a couple wins next week and Mm -hmm. I wish you the best of luck as this season winds up here. Well, thank you. Yep. Thanks for coming, Brielle. Thanks, Brielle. And thanks, Emma, for doing those interviews. You can just tell those girls are just really happy and excited about softball. And they both played really good to get in that Storm Lake game. So you could tell you could tell how excited they were before that. And you could also just tell how happy these guys are to attack the final week and the playoffs for the softball team. So good luck to both of you too. After three weeks, the Warriors are now two and eleven. Here's what week four looks like for the Warriors. On Monday, they will take on Pocahontas. Pocahontas is two and ten. On Tuesday, they will take on Whiting. Whiting is two and seven. On Wednesday, they will take on East Sac. They are 5-6. And, and on Friday, they will t- take on Okaboji, who is 1-13. The last three games are in Alta, and Monday's game is in Pocahontas. We are rooting on the Warriors and hoping they can get some big wins as they go into the playoffs in two weeks. And now, the baseball review, interview, and preview. Here's what week three looked like for the Warriors. On Monday, they went to Peterson to take on the Sioux Central Rebels. They had beat the Sioux Central Rebels earlier in the season, 10-9 at Alta. So they were looking to sweep the season series with the Rebels. 
The Warriors scored three runs in the first thanks to an inside-the-park home run from Ryan Jensen. The Rebels scored one run in the first to make it a 3-1 game. No team scored in the second. Third, the Warriors scored a run, make it 4-1. In the fourth, no team scored. In the fifth, the Warriors scored another run to make it 5-1. But then the Rebels were up to bat and they scored seven runs to make it 8-5. The Warriors even the score, though, in the sixth to score three runs. Then, the ball game was tied 8-8, eight eight, and in the 7th, the Warriors scored 6 runs, then held the Rebels to end the game to sweep the season series and to win 14-8 against the Sioux Central Rebels. This was really just a team effort, so we're just going to show you what how some of the players hit. Logan McCoy had a single and a triple. Cade Rohr had two singles. Ryan Jensen had a single and a double. Trey Engelman had a single. Preston McCoy had a single and a double. Levi Sleazer had two doubles. Tegan Meyer had two singles and a double. Everybody just did what they could to help out each other and just whatever they could to get runs, and it really worked out there. Oliver Peterson started the game pitching. He allowed three hits and had four strikeouts. And then Carson Reiner came in, allowed one hit, and had four strikeouts. Both pitched really well for the Warriors, and that was an awesome win. It was really fun to watch, so good job, boys. On Tuesday, the Warriors took on the Coon Rapids Bayard Crusaders. Both teams were held scoreless in the first. In the second, the Warriors scored one run. In the third, the Crusaders scored two runs to make it 2-1. to one. The Crusaders scored another two runs in the fourth to make it 4-1. The Warriors scored one to make it a 4-2 game. Crusaders scored another one run in the fifth. And then in the 6th, they scored 2 runs. In the 7th, the Crusaders scored 5 runs. And then the Warriors scored 3 to make that a 12-5 win for the Crusaders. That being the Warriors' first loss of the season. Ryan Jensen had 2 singles in that game. Tate Breckwald also had a single. Logan McCoy started the game pitching for the Warriors. He allowed four hits and he had eight strikeouts. And Preston McCoy came in. He had one strikeout. Cade Rourke had two strikeouts. Trey Engelman and Ryan Jensen closed out the game. On Wednesday, the Warriors took on the Dennis Lynch Schleswig Monarchs. In the first, both teams were held scoreless. In the second, the Monarchs scored one run. And then in the fourth, the Monarchs scored three runs to make it 4-0. They scored two runs in the fifth and one run in the sixth. The Warriors did not score at all in that game. The Monarchs won 7-0 to give the Warriors a second loss of the season. In that game, Logan McCoy had a double. Trey Engelman had a single. Preston McCoy had a single. Tate Breckwold had a single. And Tegan Meyer had a single. Tegan Meyer started the game. He had three hits. He allowed three hits, and he had one strikeout. Levi Sleazer then closed out the game. He allowed one hit, and he had four strikeouts. On Friday, the Warriors finished off week four against the Sioux City West Wolverines. In the first inning, the Wolverines scored three runs. The Warriors scored two. In the second, both teams were held scoreless. In the third, the Wolverines again scored three runs to make it 6-2. to two. 
In the fourth, the Wolverines scored two runs to make it 8-2. In the fifth, they scored four runs to make it 12-2. The Wolverines won by 10-run rule to beat the Warriors. I did not get the hitting stats for the Warriors, but pitching for the Warriors was Oliver Peterson, Carson Reiner, and Preston McCoy. The loss against the Wolverines makes it the third loss in a row for the Warriors. We are hoping the Warriors can bounce back and really gain momentum in week four, and we hope that it can translate to the playoffs, so we just wish the Warriors the best of luck. I had two great guests join this week for the interviews for the baseball team. I had Coach Burke and Logan McCoy. Logan is a senior for the baseball team, and these are really great interviews, so I hope you guys enjoy. All right, we are here before the Sioux City West game, and I'm going to catch up with Logan McCoy, so welcome, Logan, to the show here. I'm... I'd like to know, so you've lost your last two games. Can you just tell me what it's like, you know, to bounce back and, like, what mentality you need to have after losing? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, we dropped two big ones uh, the last week, and that was pretty tough for us. We uh, we came into the week ranked eighth, undefeated. Um, but, yeah, we let two slip away from us. And our mindset kind of coming off those two losses is attention to detail. Um, focus on what we had at hand the first few weeks when we were rolling and just get back into that groove. Yeah, um, can you take us through those two games? So let's start with the Coon Rapids game on Tuesday. Yeah, Coon Rapids came in. We knew they were going to be a really good team, state tournament team last year. Um, they were actually in the championship too. Um, we knew they were tough, well coached, and we just we came in and got outplayed. Um, it came down to pitching, fielding, hitting, all the above. We just we kind of fell asleep on that that night, and they came out and played better than us. All right, then let's go to the Denison game on Wednesday. Yeah, we went into Denison knowing they were also a tough team, a uh, class ahead of us. Their record may not have shown it, but we knew they were going to be a really tough game. Um, and their pitchers did a phenomenal job. I mm -hmm. don't think they walked a single person in that game, and we we didn't come ready to hit. We went looking for walks, but, um, yeah, we definitely looked to bounce back and get back to our old selves. Yeah, um, let's go to the Monday against Sioux Central. Let's backtrack there. Yeah, Monday against Sioux Central, um, we came out, we uh, – we played really well, I thought, especially for a higher caliber team than what we've seen lately. Um, we knew Sioux Central was going to be tough. They had their ace on the bump, and we got on them right away and went from there. Yeah, you guys definitely played really good in that game, and I could tell. I was, it was kind of a nail-biter there for a yeah, while, but then yeah. you guys got the bats hot, so yeah. that one was pretty fun. So what are you thinking for tonight? We got Sioux City West here. Um, I think we're all really excited to get back on on the field uh we had a full 24 hours to sit after the tough loss so a foray is coming into our house and i think it'll be really exciting to see what we could do um especially after coming off playing them last year um i bet practice yesterday helped quite a bit so yeah yeah practice was intense um we had kind of been a little bit more laid back the last couple of weeks so we really focused on just getting back into the groove, um, paying attention to detail, as I said, and just focusing during practice. Yeah, I bet that was a good thing there. So oh, yeah. let's, so you got the district, you've, your district has been assigned for about two weeks now yep. here. So how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I really like where we're at. Um, there are some tough teams with Newell Fonda mm -hmm. and uh, Bishop Garrigan, but uh, I think we have a really good chance there. And I think if we play just normal Alta really baseball, we should be able to go all the way yeah man i'm looking forward to it so finally 
you're going to go play baseball at Nyack next year. So yep. how has Alta Aurelia Baseball, how will that translate over there next year? Yeah, um, Nyack and Alta actually have a lot of the same uh, fundamentals and stuff, uh, philosophies. And I think as far as hitting goes and fielding, uh, they preach a lot of the same things. So I don't think it'll be too difficult for uh, to transfer over and to like kind of fit in with that college stuff. But I think I'll be fine when we get there. Uh, Nyack has a lot of, a lot of good coaches. So, All right, man. We appreciate you coming on the show, so thanks so much, yeah, thank and you good much. luck for the rest of the season and throughout your college career. Thank you. No problem. I would now like to welcome on Coach Burke to the show, so thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. So we're going to get right into this here, so I want you to just talk about how week three went for the Warriors and just kind of tell me about that. Well, it hasn't gone as we have would have hoped. Uh, we did start the week out with a, a nice win at Sioux Central, and then we've stumbled a little bit lately, but that's kind of the beauty of sports is you face adversity and you get to learn how to bounce back from it, and that's why sports are valuable in life because they teach you lessons. You are so right there. So what, what – what how do you attack the losses you know how do you try to bounce back and how do you what do you preach you know to the guys yeah well i think the worst thing you can do is panic that's not going to solve anything or you know it's i think it's important to remember who you are even when you're losing you know to say hey this yeah we've lost some games but it's not who we are because everything is fixable right you just got to you got to go to work and do batting practice and work on fielding balls and it, we tried to help the boys understand everything is within your control. It's not, uh, it's not like it's just that the baseball gods didn't shine on us this week, you know? So just go to work, put your, you know, put your head down, go to work and things will get better. And they know that we just hit a little bit of a rough patch here. It happens in sports. And like you said earlier, that's, that's what makes you who you guys are, you know? And if you bounce back, that you guys could be stronger than ever. Right. Absolutely. You know, sometimes when you get done with a season, you look back and you say, you know, the low point, the low point uh, made us stronger and we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have had the high points without the low points. You know, um, I was kind of a clunky sentence, but what I'm saying is you're almost grateful for the low points because it taught you the lessons that you had to learn, if that makes sense. Yeah, I totally get you there. So can we, I just want to hear what week four is going to look like. What's, what teams do you play in? What, what's your outlook? We've got Cherokee on the road, Emmitsburg at home, and Spencer on the road. So we've got some quality teams there to face. And uh, our schedule is always tougher at the end. We feel like we want the boys to, to face um, some tougher teams at the end to get them ready for playoffs. So uh, we've got one home game, two away games, and then we'll be excited to start our playoff run. All right. And then with that being said, let's talk about the playoffs here. So do you guys play the winner of GTRA and Garrigan first? Yeah, so we were supposed to play a di another team. We had a first-round matchup, but due to a positive COVID test, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm, I think the last I understood the situation is they're, they're done with their season, so we won't really have a first-round matchup. So, yeah, we'd play the winner of GTRA and Bishop Garrigan Algona. So. All right, so that, that should be fun. Yeah, we get to host since we're the one seed, so we get some more home games in the playoffs. And um, us not playing that first night will also give us a chance to watch the Garrigan GTRA game and scout it and kind of get a feel for 
who might be pitching against us based off who they used in round one. So, yeah. And then you also got Newell Fonda in that in your district. So can you talk about them a little bit? We actually, you know, we usually we play them every year, but this year because of COVID, that part of the schedule didn't happen. But we've gone and scouted them a couple times and, and watched them, and they're a good baseball team. So um, if it ends up being them that we match up with in the district final, um, just like every other team, we feel like if we play good baseball, we can beat them. And if we don't play good baseball, you know, anybody can beat us. That's kind of the beauty of baseball is it's an any given night thing and you got to bring it every night. So, yeah, I love that. So as the season winds up, I wish you the best of luck and I hope you can just go out there and attack it every, every single night. Uh, I do too. And you know what, this has been an, a really awesome group of boys to coach. They're all the kids eight through 12 or there's good kids and they're fun and they work hard. And so um, we're all confident that we're going to hit our stride here in July and it's going to be a really fun end of the season. Yeah, I agree, man. So thanks so much for joining today. Hey, thanks for having me, Brennan. No problem. Thanks guys for doing those interviews. So Logan, it was just cool to hear from him, you know, and how he just kind of gave us a good overview of the season and that he was just ready to get back to work, you know? And then Burke, it's just it's just always great talking to Burke. Burke's just such a great guy, and you can just tell him, tell how much he cares about Warrior Baseball and just how much he cares about his team and how much he just puts into it for his team. And I loved what both those guys said, you know, how these losses can make us stronger and how they can get back and they can translate that into week four in the playoffs and that they can just get things rolling. So thanks so much, guys. The Warriors are now 9-3 and three after three weeks. Here's a look at what week four looks like for the Warriors. They take on Cherokee on Monday at Cherokee. Cherokee is a 2-8 and eight team. Then on Tuesday, they take on Emmitsburg. The Emmitsburg E-Hawks are 1-9. The Warriors beat Emmitsburg 13-3 on June 24th. And then on Thursday, they end the regular season against Spencer. Spencer is 6-2. They're a really good team there. So we hope the Warriors can bounce back and get a couple wins here in Week 4. Don't forget to follow Ballin' with Bernie, the Warrior podcast, on social media. We are on Instagram, at Ballin' with Bernie, and on Twitter, at Ballin' Bernie. Also, thanks to Lane Kramer again for being the social media guy. You're the man. Great job, Lane. So, week three has been wrapped up. We are looking forward to week four. We hope both teams can just come out hot and end the season really well there. So... Good luck to both of them, and next week on the episode, I will be previewing both districts, so it's going to be a loaded episode, and it should be really fun. I thank everybody that I interviewed again. Just thank you guys. Those were great interviews. I also thank you, my listeners, for supporting me and helping me throughout this experience. It's been a great learning experience, and I just want to grow every single time, so thank you. And have a great week, and God bless.